Hey, table. Welcome to a table chat. Sometimes we have table chats, and this is one of those times. I'm joined by uh, Father Spencer. Hey, Spencer. Hey, were you, did you almost call me Stuart just then? No, I was going to call you Father Spence, but then I do know there is some disagreement or uncertainty about whether or not you people can call you Spence. Is that something you no, bequeath on people after a certain period of time? <laughs> No, I'm a big, uh, big nickname guy, so feel free to shorten it to Spence. All right, but Stewart is a no go. Stewart's yeah. a no go. Um, pay attention, uh, table people. You may hear Spencer called Stewart once in a while, and it is uh, mind-blowingly crazy how often that happens. Um, this is the whole reason we're doing this today. I think is just to yeah. try to get everybody on the same page. It's Spencer, Spencer, and uh, we're also joined by Mary Ellen Pitts. Hi, Mary Ellen. Hi, Matt. <laughs> Good to have you. And Spencer. Yes. Spence. There we go. We thought you it would be. You can also call me Mayor. Oh, really? Ooh. Mayor? That feels yeah. really familiar. Mayor. Yeah, usually it is the inner circle, but I, I kind of feel like, you know, table oh. people are there. This is a big Here deal. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. All right, Mayor. Uh, can, I, can I share a little? Uh, we're going to get to know. We're going to get to know Mary Ellen. So by the end of our little podcast here, uh, everyone will feel comfortable calling her Mayor because they'll know her better. But a uh, funny nickname story. My 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 wife lived when when I met her. She was living in college, and she was with a group of girls, and they had this saying uh, to each other: "If you're scared, get a dog." And it was kind of like this silly girl. I don't know. I don't quite understand the dynamics of how girls do things. But um, they would always say, if you're scared, get a dog. Well, anyway, I started dating Sharon. And when people would say that to her, she would say, I don't, I don't need to, I'm not scared. I have a pooch. And at the time I had this big Afro. So Mary Ellen, imagine like your hair like curled and like sticking off your head. Anyway, she started calling me pooch. It's just as like a, like as a quote pet name, right? Um, well, some, some people in grad school, her and my wife call me that, and they started calling me pooch. So I've got like three people in my life, like adults who are not in any way, uh, very intimate or close to me who call me by my wife's pet name. Uh, they call me pooch, but actually Sharon loves it. And, uh, but it, it, it does ask, it does bring up some questions in public when, uh, you know, another grown woman calls you pooch in front of your wife. Yeah. Uh, it was a mild mm -hmm. digression, wasn't it? <laughs> I was just saying how much I enjoy nicknames, but I just feel totally uncomfortable calling you Pooch. So Sorry, Spence. I'm just going to stick with Matt. Let's turn our attention towards Mayor, shall we? Mary Ellen, <laughs> you are one of the new people that we are putting forward uh, to be accepted as new vestry members. Why don't you tell us a bit? We're gonna, this is kind of a get to know Mary Ellen Pitt's time. Um, maybe mm -hmm. we'll start with Mary Ellen. When did you and your husband, Jeff, first start attending the table? Yeah, um, we came to the table um, shortly after we got married in 2019. And um, it was, I believe, the first Sunday of Advent. Hmm. Mm. All right. So what is that? Over three years? Did I do the math right? Uh, it's... A little over two years. A little over yeah. two years. I did not do the math right. Well, at least I know I'm in the right line of work. Uh, a little over two years. Uh, so, yeah. so, so, really, most of your time at the table has been during COVID. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, maybe give us a little uh, background, Mary Ellen. Um, where were you born and raised? Um, and what was your faith like 
in the early part of your life? Sure. Um, born and raised, I would say born in Brooklyn, New York. Um, my, my parents were uh, New Yorkers and um, moved from uh, Brooklyn to Long Island when I was four, moved from Long Island to California, Northern California when I was five and uh, started school, went, you know, through end of fifth grade in Northern California, a real formative time in my life, um, especially with the landscape, I would say, in Northern California, and then moved to Southern California, Orange County, um, sixth grade, and completed college there. Hmm. Um, so a lot, of, a lot of time in California, very formed by my time in California. Um, Grew up in a large family. I'm one of five kids, youngest of five kids, and um, we were all raised Catholic. And um, Catholic church was a large part of my faith life uh, growing up. And um, I became a cantor in the Catholic church, and um, music ministry was was a huge part of my life for several years in my, you know, from like 18 through my mid-20s or so, <laughs> mid to late 20s. Um, and music really formed my faith. Um, I think singing gets, got me into a place of, um, I really, I feel like it just would lift me out of myself and really open my heart up to God in ways that, um, Probably only music and nature did at that time in my life. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, um, let's see. What what else did you need there? Yeah. No, that's great. I, I mean, I'm just reflecting on my own my own kind of spiritual journey. I was raised Roman Catholic too. Come from a, a larger extended Catholic family, not as big as immediate family as yours. And I think that, um, much like you, Mary Ellen, I think that my um, primary the primary way that God revealed himself to me in those early years was through nature and beauty yeah. and creation. Yeah. 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 I, and that's still one of the ways that I, um, I meet God there. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So fast forward then several years, you and Jeff, <laughs> you and Jeff are married now. Is it three years? Uh, it will be, uh, we're like two and a half years or so. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you and you were looking for a way to uh, journey spiritually together. T tell us a little about that. How did that, how did you have to come together for that? And why did the table make sense? Um, you know, we, we really had no idea how we were going to find a place to worship together because we came from very different traditions in certain ways. Um, he from an evangelical background and, and me from the mm. Catholic tradition. and um, But it had been several years since I had been in the Catholic Church. And in the meantime, I had been um, to, in a member of a United Methodist Church. Um, but still, you know, spiritually, um, we, I, there were ways that we really did have common ground. Um, we prayed together and um, I felt like we were spiritually close and spiritually compatible in certain ways. Um, but our focuses were, were a little bit different, I think, because of our backgrounds. 
And so we really didn't know how we would find a place to worship together. And um, um, the Borums, who uh, Jeff was friends with for many years, um, they recommended the table. And when we came to the table, um, I remember on our drive home, we were just blown away. We, we knew that a small miracle had occurred for us to find a place where we both knew we wanted to come back and make mm. our, our church home. Hmm. Spence, you got any questions? Does that provoke anything for you? Well, I, uh, yeah, I didn't realize that Jeff actually knew the Borums ahead of time. So I feel like I'm definitely getting to know you in real time. Um, <laughs> honestly, the first thing that came up for me was uh, I was raised in like a non-denominational charismatic church. And so learning about Catholicism much later in life, uh, it's interesting to still hear some of those parts of other people's journeys that still align. And so it, like with the way that you narrated, you know, opening up to spirituality through music and nature sounded very uh, contemplative and almost a bit charismatic. And so I, I still like I was just making mental note of how it, uh, it sounded like those traditions are kind of merging even in the Catholic church, which for me growing up, it was like, Oh, the Catholic church, that's nothing, that's nothing close to charismatic. And so it's just beautiful to see how God brings all those things together, you know, regardless of where you're at and in your tradition. It's really neat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, th I think that, I don't know that, that my Catholic church, the Catholic church that I went to really focused on nature. I think it was just how God made me and the context that I happen to be living in, too. Um, I think that's that's one of the neat ways that that God works in our lives is it isn't just through our institutions. Yeah, well, yeah. and nature plays a big role in the way God is moving you out of the library <laughs> and and out onto the lawn. Maybe we could say right. That's right. Like you're in the midst yes. of a you're pivoting. Right, mm -hmm. the perfect time to pivot in your late twenties. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, like you, you and Jeff get married right in a season yeah. of life when people are typically kind of maybe winding down, wrapping yeah. up, you know, making the last few sort of like contributions. And you and Jeff have launched out on an entrepreneurial, philanthropic, justice-filled uh, vocation, right? Yes. Um, yeah. maybe, maybe tell us a little bit about that and, and how that, what that looks like for you. Yeah. Um, when, when I was getting to know Jeff and I learned that he wasn't really interested in retiring and taking it easy, I was like, yes, this, <laughs> this is my kind of person. <laughs> he, he just wants to still do things that make a difference. And, um, so I was, I was grateful to find a partner, um, mm. who was interested in that. And we both have a passion for nature. And so I was coming from a place where I had, um, started a community garden over 10 years ago with some friends of mine and had a lot of, um, experience, um, and a lot of learning that occurred in those years. And that, motivated me to want to grow food on a, a larger scale, but not a large scale, if you know what I mean. Um, 
So um, Jeff is a landscape architect, as you guys probably both know. And so I feel like our skills and abilities are, are complementary um, because he has, he has skills that I don't have. He has incredible design skills and um, he has a lot of precision skills that I haven't developed as much um, because yeah. he has to have them. Um, so when we, uh, after we got married, we, well, before we got married, we were even looking for land. We were looking for a year and a half before we found this house in Marion County in Pike Township. Um, we thought we would be, we thought we would find a place between here and Bloomington because Jeff's um, daughter and her husband uh, were moving back to Indy from, or in Indiana from Colorado That's to right. start a family. And we thought, okay, well, we'll be where we can be close enough to them and then maybe have a couple of different markets, Indianapolis and Bloomington. Um, and we thought we'd be out in the country um, because it's peaceful out there. Mm. And um, it's beautiful. And, and there's probably more, more affordable land out there anyway. So we looked and we looked and we looked. And um, then, then we started to come to the table and our thoughts about being out in the country started to change. We, um, we wanted to make sure we were somewhere where we could still come to the table on Sundays and be in close fellowship. And so that started to really change our mind about um, those properties that were out you know, really kind of not even attached to towns, even though they had town names on their addresses. So when um, in May of 2020, in the midst of the pandemic, the listing for this house came up. Um, Jeff had been at his computer that morning already at work at like six o'clock and the listing came up and I, I got up and, um, and he said, I think you're going to want to look at this. Um, and so I did, and, and we made an appointment right away um, to see this house. Um, and we, so we were the first people to see it. And um, we put an offer, in, let's see, it was a Thursday, and we put an offer in on Saturday, I think. And then I think it was right before our um, Zoom service on that Sunday, we found out that our offer was accepted. Yes. We were just jumping up and down. <laughs> that was so and then cool. Spencer helped me sell my house. So, <laughs> Yeah. Crazy. I remember talking to you and Jeff about that and about, you know, trying to make all the pieces fit work. Is this what we should do? Um, I was, I was personally really excited, Mary Ellen, that you guys had found something that wasn't an hour away. Um, you know, that was still in the city. And, you know, if somebody would have told you when you started looking that you would be living a half mile away from Lafayette Square, you know, no way, right? No way. I didn't even really, I'd never even been to Lafayette Square. I'd never really spent much time over here. The only thing I'd ever done over here was gone to Pike Performing Arts Center, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so then what's the, <clears throat> give us the dream then. So, in five years, what are some of, so you're in school right now for this mm -hmm. and you're taking a break from studies to talk to us. So thank you. Yeah. Um, 
what what like in five years i know it's not etched in stone it's still taking form and shape you're still learning a ton but what are some of the things that you dream about what are some of the things this could look like yeah um so i would say in five years our dream is that um we have a farm where um what is planted um all that is planted whether it's trees or like berry bearing shrubs or medicinal shrubs or annual crops in the field all of it is serving um as either food or to um to invite beneficial um either insects or birds um all, you know, beneficial organisms, um, or for beauty. Um, so but everything we want to serve ecology, you know, we want, we want what we plant to benefit the soil, the air, the water, and, and all of the plants. And, um, so that's, that's kind of the ecological dream and, and that the food be abundant, you know, so that we can, um, provide healthy food, for the people in our community um, at affordable prices. Um, that's one of our dreams too. And, um, and that we're a sustainable business, you know, that we're not um, running ourselves into the ground. Um, you know, we, we still have some things to learn, obviously, about business. And the next class I'm gonna take um, provides us with about a half a dozen business models to consider as we embark on our farm business. Um, and, and awesome. another piece that's really, really important to us is to find ways to empower people in our community, you know, whether it be um, somebody who, you know, maybe is a cook and they want to, um, you know, we can, they can source from us or maybe we have a space that they can cater a dinner and start to make their business um grow. So we want to help people grow their businesses too. We want to be a catalyst for people, especially in our community. So those are some things. It's amazing. We sure, one thing too, I just have to mention, we, um, we want to be a place where, um, people can come and just be we want, you know, Jeff's got this vision, an amazing vision for the landscape that includes a lot of beauty, and including like a labyrinth. And we want it to be a refuge, um, a place where people can come and feel calmed and experience God, you know, in this setting. Yes. And it already has been for our community. We've had a few gatherings there. We had a gathering last winter. Uh, when when none of us were gathering, but we all met outside and shivered and huddled around little fires. And then this this uh, and and last year we did a, I think we did a Halloween thing, and this year we did a Halloween thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Spencer was uh, Mother Boy, which <laughs> kind of interrupted some of that peace and tranquility. I was feeling a little like I don't know, it's just a little weird. Uh, he and his wife, but uh, I think the 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 power of the farm. Uh, ameliorated some of the discomfort I felt every time I looked at Spencer. So I just want to affirm, I think the farm does the good work that you're wanting it to do. We're so glad. <laughs> glad to oblige. Uh, um, maybe finally to wrap up here, Mary Ellen, um, 
what what was it about when you were approached about being on the vestry? What was it about your interests, calling, and desires, and maybe what you have experienced at the table? What drew you to that opportunity? What led you to say you were open to it? That's a good question. Um, I would say that... Um, one of the things that drew me was um, the authenticity that I have witnessed and experienced in all the leadership at the table um, made me have a level of trust that I would be entering into um, an environment where um, I, where I, I felt like all people would be heard and people would be real and um, a listening for the spirit would happen. And that was attractive to me. Yeah. And it, it seemed, um, I really felt like it's an opportunity to grow, um, grow into more listening myself and um, to to be able to share um, what I have to help our church grow in directions that that God has in mind amen we welcome it thanks Mary Ellen for yes. taking this little this little oasis of time, this hiatus from your studies to chat with us. My pleasure. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, Thanks so much. Um, do you, I think, don't you have a website for your farm? Do you have like a little place people can go we to check it out? We don't have a website yet. No, yet. we don't. Um, okay. But we will. You can always do a drive-by. <laughs> Absolutely. You can. Yeah, we welcome it. Yeah, be on the lookout. Uh, the pits might have in the next, I don't know, in the next year, I'm sure they'll have another gathering at their farm. You don't want to miss it. Um, Marion, thanks for taking some time to chat with Spencer and I today. Mm, you're welcome. Great being with you. It was great to be with both of you. Thanks so much.